Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Oh, we've got a lot to talk about today. If you are somebody who loves to go on vacation, who doesn't? We've got that, uh, some warnings from the State Department, some insight on how you can save some money, and so much more. And that comes from a travel professional. And we've talked about this before. This is one of the reasons why you want to use somebody who knows what they're doing in the travel industry, as opposed to just going on one of those travel websites, typing in some information, booking your your trip. You have nobody standing behind you. You have nobody to ask. Half the time you think they're accessible, they're not. The person I'm talking about is accessible, and he's David Fishman from Cadillac Travel, and he joins us once again. How are you? Good. How are you today? I'm good. I'm joining you actually from the airport, so I'm I'm on I'm I'm taking this on the road today a little bit. Interesting. Uh, why are you there? Where are you going? I am going uh, to Phoenix, Arizona, for a meeting. With actually, this is another great thing that I have the ability to meet with some great travel professionals that allow me to share best practices and ideas so I get to bring those back and share them with the people that I work with, but also share them with my clients to make sure that they are getting all the benefits and everything out there in the travel business and travel industry. Let's go right back to those travel websites. They're not going to tell you this stuff. They're not the little perks and little things that come included uh, that you are, that should be coming your way as a customer you're not getting. So even before we begin anywhere, with everything going on in the country, we have warnings from the State Department about travel. Yes. Well, what, what's what's going on in the world right now? Um, it's not surprising that the the State Department came out with a, they moved it from a level one for travel to a level two. And, and a lot of people don't even really understand what that means. So it's because we've gotten phone calls saying, well, the State Department says we shouldn't travel overseas. The reality is, is that's not true. What they've done is remind you which you should always be vigilant when you're traveling you should always pay attention to what's going around on around you i would say that you, you need to be that way in your own backyard but now it's even a more of a reason that you need to be that way because of what's going on in the world um i had the privilege also of having one of my vendors that came in from paris into my office today we asked her what's going on with security in france as you might know the Olympics are coming up in the summer of 2024 in, in Paris. And so they've already have heightened their security and are continuing to make sure that everything's going to be safe for the Olympics, but on an overall basis, safe for everybody. So what a level two means is this, there's four levels. The first is not a problem pretty much anywhere in the world. You should be safe, except specific destinations that they'll tell you certain countries, certain places they'll tell you not to go. Number two is just be more vigilant while traveling right now, they say overseas, so you know to pay more attention and be more aware. I always say if it doesn't feel right, doesn't taste right, doesn't seem right, get out, move. So that's what they're kind of saying now. Be more aware, be more vigilant wherever you go. You know, level three is pretty much not traveling to certain. Once again, destinations are a higher level of concern. And level four is we had as we know, during COVID, there was no travel. That was a level four. So right now it's a level two, which is what we've had for a long time, even during COVID and, and have in many places in the world. I always say in your own backyard, you should be a level two anyways, and that's being aware and vigilant to make sure, pay attention to what's going on, 
and move and get out of those places if it doesn't feel right. And if you're concerned, in, in this case, going back to a travel professional, call that travel professional, say, I don't like the area I'm in. Something's not right here. Get mm. me home. Same things we talked about last week. There's people coming back that we got back from Israel. There's someone to talk to, someone to help you when you're concerned in those situations. But right now, level two is just be aware and you're good to travel anywhere in the world, except the ones that they say don't travel to, like Israel right now. You personally, and I I really want your insight on this. Obviously, you wouldn't travel to Israel at this time. Where would you personally at this time not travel to? Anywhere in the world. One destination, two destinations, whatever. I'm I'm going to probably narrow it down to one major area, and that's the Middle East. Okay. Yeah, there's just too much um, upheaval, um, uncertainty. Not understanding uncertainty of what's going on with mm. themselves and in that part of the, of the world right now. Uh, that uncertainty gives me concern and a little pause in regards to recommending anywhere in that part of the world right now. Would you be comfortable outside of those areas traveling to pretty much pretty much anywhere in the world? I am leaving in two weeks to go to Tanzania for wow. migration in Africa. So um, I'm not worried about it at all. I mean, unless there's like heavily armed animals. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm guessing I'm pretty good. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Fair enough. Uh, let's pivot over to Delta Sky Miles. What is going on? We have some changes coming down the uh, coming down the road. Yeah, I, I think what you're going to find is all the major Sky Miles programs. They've always been something I always say be a little bit leery of because it's. I, I say my ball, my court, my rules, my game, you want to play. <laughs> That's sort of the world we live in mm. with the airlines and, and some of the vendors. You know, it's they can change at a moment's notice at a win. And in this case, they made a major change. I mean, what happened is Delta in particular realized, you know what? We make a lot of money off our credit card. Hmm. Mm. We make more money off the credit card and spending money than we do on actually people flying on our airlines to a certain extent. They made five, five billion dollars last year off their airline. I mean, off their credit card programs, five billion. So someone in the upper office said, wait a second, wait a second. Maybe we need to change this program up a little bit. Maybe it's not about flown miles. Maybe it's how much you pay to travel with us. So they came out with a new program and they made it all dollar base. Pretty much across the board, you, you'll earn miles that you probably can use to purchase some travel in the future. It's more geared towards benefits and status. So that's what the main change is. It used to be, status used to be, oh, you know, that million miler person was like a really important person to the airline. Now it's that million dollar person <laughs> that's really important to the airlines more than the traveler itself so the person that spends twenty thousand dollars on a trip on an airline ticket let's say well they could spend up to 12 or 15 pretty easy on a first class ticket going overseas they're more valuable than the person that travels once a week to new york chicago or something where it's a 300 400 ticket that's what they realized 
Essentially, so, they they want you to buy your flights. You they they don't want to give you free flights. They want you to buy them because they're making more money on the percentage if you don't pay your credit card right away, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, are all airlines pretty much going in that direction? Right now, not all the airlines have done that. No, Delta's been the front runner in this one, and it's it's not actually that they don't want you to travel for free. They just want you to spend as much as possible on an airline ticket. It's <laughs> the nicest way of putting it. Um, so because you're going to earn miles that you can possibly use to travel for free, but you're not going to get any benefit from that travel or anything, which they have been doing ever since COVID, by the way. Even when you travel on free tickets, you've been getting miles for it or MQDs. That's going to change. That's going to be gone. So what they did is, so for example, the silver status used to be so many miles, so many flight segments, as well as dollars spent. It was a combined combination thing. Now it's dollars spent. I don't care about your, the miles you've flown. So hmm. they switched it. They they actually pivoted after they switched it. So they switched it to $6,000 spent. Now that's not an actual number because it sounds like, oh, okay, I can reach silver status, spend $6,000 a year. I could probably do that. I could do it on one ticket. Now it's a one for 20 or 20 for one, meaning for every $20 you spend, you get one MQD. Little <laughs> trick there. So people <laughs> really? are looking at this going, oh, yeah, I can spend that much in a year. I, you know, like for Diamond Medallion, I can spend like, they switched it from 35000 back down to twenty eight, But that's easy. Multiply by 20. Wow. Literally. Multiply by 20. So that 6000 that they switched to 5000 you got to multiply by 20 to get to the number that you need to get to. Okay. So that's hundred thousand dollars to become silver medallion status, not five hundred. A little confusing to people. Yeah. Sure. There could continue to be a little backlash. So for gold, it's 10,000. So it's basically 200,000. That's crazy numbers. Platinum is 15,000. And then diamond medallion says 28,000. That's crazy numbers that you have to spend to get to those status levels on the airline. Now, the other thing that they're having problems with, and I'm sitting in the club right now, is they were overcrowding in the clubs. Yeah, there's over overcrowding in the in the status level and overcrowding in the clubs. So they want to do something about that too. So what they did was they switched it and they said, okay, for a Delta Reserve card, you can come in. 10 times a year. This is a Delta American Express card. Okay. On the regular platinum card, business card, you can come in six times a year. Six. There's people that travel every week. Six is nothing. There's people that, you know, so, you know, that some people travel for business 52 years and they have American Express wisdom card, business card, and they can come in six times. Wow. During the year. So now they switched it up. They didn't do a big switch. The reserve, they went from 10 times to 15. Now they say, well, in a 24 hour period. So for example, if you're flying in two different directions or connecting that day, they're not going to say that's two visits. That's one visit in a 24 hour period. So at least they did that. But so it's 15 Hmm. for the reserve card. It's going to be 10 now for the business platinum card. And then, like I said, the, the 24 hour period kicks in. Now, once you use it up, you can spend $50 and come into the club. I knew that was coming. 
<laughs> there's, there's new more more money on the table. There, yeah, so yeah. Like, let's, it, let's see how we can make. It, more it's money almost as if they they hook you, and yeah. it's like, ah, oh, you know what? We have a big layover. Wait, yeah, fifty bucks. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. If you're sitting around the airport for two hours, you get your drinks, you get food. You know, you get a, a, a more comfortable place, maybe a, a bathroom that not necessarily cleaner per se, but you know, more more comfortable space for you. But so now once you reach your threshold, it's fifty dollars a visit. But if you spend seventy five thousand on your card, then we'll let you in unlimited in the calendar year. So I don't know if it's geared towards dollars, but I'm guessing it's geared towards the dollar amount mm. right now. And you know, when you think about it. If you have a business and you put a lot of stuff on your credit card, um, it adds up. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I do that. I have two credit cards for a marketing company. I'm slamming cards all the time. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> That's one of the, by the way, in the future, one of our shows, I'm going to do the credit card game. It's a whole game that you need to play. They keep messing around with the game, but it is a game. And there's when to use the card, when to use a certain card, which is the best card. There's a lot of things going on with it. Yeah. And we, we need to talk about that in the future too, because that is a whole nother giant thing that, that you can really take advantage of. I mean, you can just sign up for a card and end up getting two free tickets just for signing up for the card. Can't wait. <laughs> Did we talk about that? Yeah. That's uh, a, it's a fun one. You're making me think now, David, you're at the airport and yeah. a lot of times we have a lot of time to kill at the airport any things that stand out in your minds, even personal suggestions that you might have for going to the airport, navigating through the airport, getting through security quicker? I, I know I'm throwing this to you just like out of nowhere, but even little tips and tricks and things like that. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish one thing here because sure. this is because a lot of people don't know about this part of status too. Okay, so I and I do have some great suggestions of getting through the airport. But one thing that you should know, okay, is that they have choice benefits depending on what level you're at that they give you. So it could be uh, upgrades, uh, domestic or global. It could be um, a, sometimes it's additional companion tickets. Um, in this case, the thing they're doing is they're offering, uh, if you reach certain status, platinum or diamond, you can get a individual or executive Delta Sky Club membership. So they're Right there, you just bypass having to spend the money on the car. So if you're at that level, there is a little circumventing of having to spend $75,000 to get unlimited access. You just buy a membership. In this case, you use one of your benefits of being a platinum or, or diamond medallion. Hmm. The other thing is they start you off with, they can give you 2,000 MQDs. So that's a halfway decent kickstart, especially for some of the levels. So that's a benefit. They can give they give you thirty five thousand bonus miles to use towards, uh, you know, to buy a ticket, like you said, a free ticket or something. They also give you a three hundred fifty dollar Delta travel voucher that you can use on Delta flights as well as Delta vacations. Uh, so those are things that people and there's a lot of other little benefits you can like. I can I can say Steve, I'm going to give you status. That's one of the benefits you can, by having status, you can give someone status. So it's your, your wife, your girlfriend, your husband, you can give status to people. So there's another benefit of being reaching certain status levels. You can actually give someone else status. When, so, when are things transferable in life? Usually never. So <laughs> what a win. 
Well, yeah, that that is that is one of the wins. I have to say, the actual giving status because you know a lot of people will have a significant other or someone to travel with. Now they can have some status, which will make you know create some benefits, you know, moving forward. Um, and then there's been the rollover thing. That's been a big thing with people. They have so many MQs and they want to be able to get that status again. They're going to allow you to roll over some of your miles, depending on you know, how many miles you have and what your status is. So that's another thing that people need to know that the rollover benefit will continue to, so that will help you get your status again. And then those choice benefits, I'll be very honest. I had, I had status and this is embarrassing. I'm in this business and I had no idea the choice benefits. So this year has been, now, mind you, I signed up for which choice benefits I wanted. I gave some status to people and then I got some upgrades using the upgrades. <laughs> Sorry, I laugh because anything for free is not for free. As you know, if you can never use it. So it had been very challenging to use my upgrades. Um, I even tried to use it on these flights. Wow. Yeah. Couldn't use it. Uh, so. What would you say? And you're not, it's not like you're endorsing. It's just based on the information that you, you have and you've you know, studied this at this point in time. What would you say is the best credit card for miles if you if that was your goal? If you're using it to purchase a ticket, just the value of the miles that you earn, the to, dollars that you spent, conversion. To get the most. To get the most, U.S. Bank. Say what? Really? It's the lowest threshold. It's like 20,000 points or dollars spent gives you a $400 ticket. Now, really, on any other program, those dollars don't equate to the same thing. So that is gives you probably your best threshold level is a U.S. bank. Would have never thought that. Everyone thinks Chase or American Express. But actually, no, U.S. bank has the lowest threshold for actual using, converting dollars spent into purchasing dollars for an airline ticket. Amazing. So, Wow. Yeah. <laughs> but if never you you think bigger is better, not so much. They, they ain't so much better sometimes in this case. So. Interesting. But but that's just dollar spent. Now there's other benefits involved with the other cards, which I explain the status and the you know the the other benefits I was just explaining. They all start kicking in as well as an American Express platinum card. Uh you get 35% of your points you use if you use the points with them. If you use a business class ticket, you get it back. So that sometimes, you know, if you got these miles and you look at the miles with the airline, the miles with the credit card company is actually better because you get 35% of them back. And you get the miles for traveling because you're not using miles. You're using points from your credit card company. So you're kind of playing, it's a game. And that's part of the game where I'll use the same amount of points that I could move into my account at Delta I'll use it on American Express and I get 35% back and I get my frequent fire miles for buying a ticket, which, you know, they want you to buy because they see it as a purchase ticket, but I'm actually earning the points through the credit card. Company. Wow. The game continues. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Um, I have uh, business credit cards. I'm sitting on reward dollars and I, and I haven't even looked at, you know, what, if it's how worth it. If there's cards that are more worth it, uh, yeah. is it worth taking those dollars and turning them into tickets if you need it? Or really, it's all dependent on each card and you got to look deep into it and 
see what you're getting. Um, if it's looking at actually flown miles, sometimes I'm concerned about what's going to happen with the airlines programs. So you might want to use those points, but in, in the, use it for the it's, right ticket. It's actually right. dollars. It's right. it's it's right now. It, it is a dollar amount. You can yeah. you can take it as a lump sum. You can pay your statement down. You can yeah. buy stuff. One of the things you can buy is airline tickets. Is it usually a good deal doing that, or no? You're better if you're going to do anything, and to get the best uh, return, just just buy tickets. I I say that depends on the value of the cost of the ticket. Okay. So because the value of those points sometimes can be pretty high in a per dollar value on a higher ticket that you might spend as many of those points on a lower value ticket because you don't know what how many points you're going to have to use. With the credit card programs, a lot of times they're geared towards the amount. So like if I buy a $400 ticket, okay, that's going to be so many points that they take out. And it's usually like, like a, let's use a thousand dollar tickets, a hundred thousand points. So a four thousand dollar ticket, a four hundred dollar ticket is going to be forty thousand points. Well, if you can go on the airlines and get it for twenty five thousand, yeah. So that's part of the game too. So you have to look at, and you can move it. So you can say, I'll move it into this. Depending on the credit card companies, they have relationships. Like I pick with American Express, I pick Delta as my primary. So I can move the points into that and it might be better doing it that way. So it's 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 a per situational basis of the best way to use your points gotcha. and your dollars hmm. is what I recommend. I so, recommend you talk to this guy. <laughs> it's really what it comes to. I can tell to. you when to use them, not to use them. You, well, <laughs> there, there you go. Got yeah. like uh, two minutes left-ish. Um, let's let's do ideas? this. Yeah, go ahead. The quick down and dirty, the question that you asked, how do you get through these airports quicker and more efficiently? Any tips you got? First of all, a lot of the credit cards, some of the credit cards give you global entry, aka TSA pre-check, and also clear, and they reimburse you when you buy these things. Now, we've seen the TSA pre-check line. It gets you through faster. You don't have to take off your shoes, your jacket, and the whole thing. And So that's nice. But what you have with TSA pre-check slash global entry, which, by the way, internationally, global entry is outstanding. This is the greatest thing ever. You used to have to put your fingerprints in, punch in and answer a bunch of questions. Now you literally walk up to the machine. You go like this. You stick your face in it. It reads your face. You don't have to answer anything. You walk up and they go, oh, Mr. Fishman, did you, get, you, know, did you buy anything? You do anything? No, buy. See you later. Because they have all your information already. Yep. Now, in domestic travel and concerts in the future, sporting events, everything, there's a thing called clear. Clear is the greatest. Okay. It's an eye scan, a fingerprint, and it has your information again for TSA. And it puts you in front of the TSA pre-check line. And they don't even ask for ID most of the time. That's for nothing. Same thing like the global entry. That's for nothing because you're already all pre-approved. They know who you are and you go right through. That has saved me from missing flights a million times. I've seen the line even the TSA line, sometimes longer than the normal line because everyone has TSA. And sometimes they give it to you, you know, just randomly. This takes you front, through, good, no shoes off, bam, I'm in, I'm out. It's wonderful. Wonderful. I once got, I once got it. I don't have TSA pre-check, but I once got it probably four years ago. Uh, I was with my friend, Rich. He had it and I got my tickets and they gave it to me. I'm like, 
He's like, do you realize what you just got? I'm like, no, what, what, what is this? He goes, you got free. You come follow me. <laughs> and we went in together. I don't know if they, they recognize that two were traveling together. Let's pair them, throw a random. Uh, but yeah, it was, that was great. And that was, yeah, that was to Barbados we went to. Yeah, but I mean, clear. And then when you go through global entry internationally, I mean, if you ever go up to the airport in Atlanta, uh, you know, JFK, any places, by the way, Heathrow, just to throw London in there for UK, Heathrow has a program where you sign up ahead of time for a time to go through security. And oh. their lines are brutal there. Oh, Most people don't know about this. I'm actually going to, you know, talk about this in, in that program too, because bam, you walk in, you go through a mile long, Vegas, another line's a mile long. But when you go through Atlanta, and a lot of people fly through Atlanta or Dallas, if you don't have that pre-check or global entry, you can miss your next connecting flight coming back internationally. And wow. I made my flights because of it, and I know other people haven't. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like uh, you go to the DMV. I know one of these parts, you make an appointment to go to the DMV and just show up. Yeah, if wow. the ones that show up, wait, you make an appointment, boom, you're in twice as fast. Yeah. But this is the other thing about Clear that's really important that people should know. They're going to be using this technology for concerts because you know how you go through the metal sectors and for sporting events and for other all all types of events in the future. They're starting to use it. So when you get Clear, which a lot of times some like American Express pays you back, you you get it and they pay you back for getting it. Fantastic. Eventually, it might not be that way. But it's like seventy nine dollars, and it it could save you a lot of money and hassle. And how long? How long is it good for? One year. Okay. Uh, interesting. The global entry is good for ten. Wow. Ten. They might switch it to five, but I believe it's good for ten right now. Still. Fantastic. Hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Come on, people. <laughs> And you get reimbursed on it. Half the credit cards reimburse you for it. So it's free. Yeah, that's fantastic. See, you're not going to find us anywhere else. This is the information that a travel professional has with decades of experience. Cadillac Travel, it's CadillacTravel.com. CadillacTravel.com. www.CadillacTravel.com. Or you can get me and send me uh, an email, David at CadillacTravel.com. Info at CadillacTravel.com, 1-800-369-TRIP, which is 8747, or 248-358-5330. Or get, you know, follow us on Facebook. You'll see us again. I post our podcast. I repost it on Facebook for Cadillac Travel Facebook. And David Fishman, come along, follow me, and uh, get more tips. And you haven't seen me on Instagram. I show up everywhere. I'm sorry. I'm like the nightmare. I tell people, when you least expect it, I show up in your bedroom, in your kitchen, or your car. So. Yeah, but with valuable information, that's not only going to save you time, hassle, a lot of uh, emotional turmoil if your vacation gets canceled and you have issues, but also save you money. So it's all it's all right there. David, thank you so much for being here today. Uh, safe travels, too. Thank you so much. Appreciate I'll see it. you next right. Thanks. Thank Take you. care. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. They'll challenge your authority. They'll try to break your will. They'll push you to the edge of your sanity. Because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory, not theirs. Defend it. 
Who makes the payments? Who cleans it? Who drives it? You do. That's who. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch. Until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup.